My love is blind. Can't you see my desire? Like a moth to a flame burned by the fire. My love is blind. Can't you see my desire? That's the way. That's the way. That's the way that love goes. Continue podcast. <laughs> Episode 148. My name is Anthony John Agnello. Miss Janet, if you're nasty. With me, as, as always, are the other smooth criminals responsible for this program. That's a different Jackson. That's not the it's right Jackson. That's not the right Jackson. That's not the right Jackson. That's the wrong Jackson. Uh, we, we have Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. I'm. Uh, I apologize if uh, you hear my audio and I go, "Oh, everything froze." Uh, my internet is being weird today, so uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, you're just gonna have to deal with it. It wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be a show without a little jank, though. That's true. That's that's the continue vibe. Uh, essential to the continue vibe is none other than Susan Arndt. That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. I, uh-huh. I, it's the way uh-huh. I prefer it. <laughs> it's too many uh-huhs. That's always the way I felt about it. It's it's uh, like markedly too many uh-hus. Yeah, why uh, is he reconfirming after it's uh, you get one or the other. Right. Like we got it. We we, we oh, it, it fits the meter though <laughs> of the song is the thing. Like that's yeah. true. That's accurate. Yeah. Uh that song and uh war what is it good for our songs i listened to the other right too many too many us there's a lot of us that's what what do you call when people when voice actors do the grunts in uh barks in barks too many barks too many imagining the record producer like in the back like okay guys i think you guys got a hit here i think you got a hit but uh there's there's too too many barks dial it back (laughs) Dial, uh, back, dial it down. I wonder how many uh, barks they had before that guy stepped in. If it was <laughs> like they got the right amount, guys. I I have been because I am a glutton in all ways. Mm-hmm. I have gone back to Final Fantasy sixteen. Why? Oh, for like, God's sake! Why? No, it's your it's time like, on like, this planet is finite, sir. I take. I. It's like these months. The like a um, full month will go by, and then I'll be like. What about and like I'll go back to it. <laughs> maybe, maybe this time, and it is maybe like this as, time the cocaine won't be addictive. It won't be. Maybe this time I'll get. I won't love the coke. It, it'll be fine. Uh, this time I'll just be able to use it a little. Um, the, the Final Fantasy sixteen thing is like like at like the the macro scale to the micro scale of like tonal dissonance is incredible because like at the macro scale like there are just these shifts in tone that are so bizarre a a person killed themselves on screen while i was playing last night jesus christ (laughs) like susan i can't name another video game where i've seen full bore explicit suicide right it's like the end of a chapter and I, I was like, this, is a, this, is, this ain't your dad's <laughs> Final Fantasy. <laughs> no, boy. It's dark and gritty. But, but like at the micro scale, the barks, you would think <laughs> that somebody in playtesting would have been like, like, like you have 
you have like this hero who comes like he's like a gentle giant like with a heart of gold mm-hmm. and so you'll have like a voice sample where he's like to me to his dog and then the like the breath isn't even over and then he's like you're not coming back from that to like somebody <laughs> he just stabbed in the chest it's so it's so weird it's very it is a game that is deeply confused about itself mm, in, in, mm-hmm. at all times. This show, however, is about games that are in no way, shape, or form confused about themselves. Since our last episode, Dave, Susan, and I have all been playing things that we are playing for the very first time, and they are all very crystalline in their souls. They are games that do one thing. They are clear about their intent. And we, we've run the gamut. We have a true indie from Susan. We're going to start there. We have a like mild indie that sort of blew up from Dave. We got well, like a B game. Double A, let's say. Double A. I'd, mm. I'd say it's like double A to B, but like it's big enough that it's it's uh, being optioned for a film and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. That's that's for real. Damn. Uh, okay. Then, then, then there's mean, hey. my shit, which is you can't get more triple A. No. Um, you're, you cannot you cannot get more capital V capital G video game than video what you game. are talking about. It's uh, that's 100% true and frankly in playing it I wouldn't have it any other way. Naturally. Let's start with language. Yes. Let's start with <laughs> syntactical questions yes! before we get to practical questions. Yes. Susan, good god, what is chance of Sinar? First of all, it's maybe the second worst title I've ever heard in my life for a video oh, game. That's, that's bad. After Goro Goa. Because <laughs> What's the search intent of Goro Goa? How do you What what, what is Goro Goa? How do Goro Goa? How do what where find Goro Goa? So what what the problem with it, uh while in and of itself it is a fine name uh, chance of Sonar. Uh, the game contains neither chanting nor Sonar, whatever that might be. <laughs> so I don't know what one has to do with the other. This is so a game pro face. What is how many game pro faces are you docked for lack of Sonars? Uh, honestly, none. Because well, I, mean, I was going to say this is this sounds like a game crime that where this is mm. game, game crime. So, uh, this, as I'm playing this game and loving this, this game, I am, I am acutely aware of how I'm very fun at parties. This (laughs) enjoying this game makes me, I get it. I I understand that. So I just want you to, when you play, when you play chance of Sonar, uh, the, the, uh, this song popular by not a surf starts playing hundred percent yeah yeah oh oh yeah i'm like oh yeah boys are lining up for me (laughs) sure okay so but but i love this game um because it 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 does one thing it knows very much what it is trying to say and uh and it therefore it executes on its gameplay really really beautifully um, it is a play on the story of the Tower of Babel. You 
awake from what appears to be a coffin and you are a character very very similar to the ones in journey you know um can't see your face you're in a robe you're sort of just a a, a, a stranger you, you could say that you're human and that's about it it's 3d though like you're it like is. actually yes. right. yeah, yes. you're out there you're out there um a very uh it looks like a like a coloring book the palette though it's all very sort of simplistic the mm. the the colors and the and the structures that you're walking around but you're at the base of this tower and uh each the idea behind it is that each level of the tower has a different culture living there and each culture speaks its own language so the, the that it's a pictographic language and so what you have to do your your goal in the game is to climb the tower and learn each language as you go up so that you can communicate with uh, people in each of the cultures, but also help them communicate with each other. So you're going to serve as translator as you learn these languages. So the way this plays out, uh, the very first, and, and what I love about this, this, this game doesn't have any kind of, and now you're going to learn language. It, like, it, it's just, it all integrates into the gameplay so seamlessly and beautifully. You, okay, so you wake up out this coffin, you go the only way you can go, and you're walking into this sort of big open structure, and uh, the first area you encounter, you, you walk a little ways and then the first area you encounter is sort of this open uh, uh, plaza with um, streams and bridges and gates and there's another uh, figure over there and so they're on one side of a closed gate and you're on the other side of a closed gate and so they look at you and they say something to you that is three pictographs long and you think about it, you're like, okay, if I was in this situation and uh, this person here can't proceed until I flip that switch, which is going to open that gate for them so that they can, they can progress. The idea is you're, you're, you, you need to help each other to get past the gates and bridges and, and stuff so that you can both eventually get to the exit on the other side of the plaza. So, okay, well, let me think about it. I don't speak this person's language. They need my help. They've just said three words to me. What are they saying? Well, it could be you help me. It could be flip that switch. It could be you go there. Well, uh, all right. I, I, I can see what I need to do. Uh, I, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to pull that lever and the gate's going to go open and they're going to be able to make progress. And, oh, look, I see, I see a switch there and he's going to hit it. And so that happens and the figure goes there and they speak to you again. And again, it's three pictographs, except the first one has changed. So now you know this person has said two sentences to you. Two of the words are identical in each of these phrases. So you pull switch, me pull switch, possibly, right? And this is how you slowly start to piece together these language. Anytime you, uh, someone speaks to you, or you see a, a sign on the wall, or you read a book, the pictographs that you see are automatically recorded for you in your notebook. Oh, good. I was about to ask, uh, yes. like, does it do this for you? Because yeah. oh, otherwise- 100%. Okay. 100%. And so you can open up your notebook, and if you think, like, let's say you think uh, this person is saying to you, you pull switch. And then you mm. think the second thing they said was me pull switch. 
all those those four different pictographs are now in your notebook and you can say okay i think that means you and you can put a note next to it you i think i think this one says me so let me let me change that one to me and the game will keep that for you so the next time those come up it will fill that in for you so if someone says something to you like he pull switch <laughs> it would have dot 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 pull switch question mark like i think that's what he's th this is what you think this person is saying to you except maybe they're not saying it in a context near a switch so oh no that's not what that means well what else could it mean i want to see so badly an mri readout of your dopamine receptors <laughs> At the exact moment that it's like, that's not what that word means at all. I know. That I know. means like that, like that's, it looks like fucking Las Vegas at night. I know. At that moment. <laughs> I know. I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to the plurals yet, man. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I, anyway, so this is, this is how the game plays out. You go and you encounter different people and they will say things to you and they will be doing things. And then occasionally as you climb the tower, you will find things that serve the purpose of a Rosetta Stone. Oh. So it will have, okay, here's the new, like now I'm on level two, I'm dealing with a completely new culture. I'm dealing with a completely new language. But here's this Rosetta Stone of the language of the floor before. Okay, so now I know a few words in this new language. Great. Is there, is there like that? I. The, the structure of that to be like, all right, here is the previous language as a starter set to the mm -hmm. next level, which structurally is fucking brilliant of like for like a Tower of Babel, uh, like allegory. That's perfect. That's yeah. so good. Does it exponentially increase the number of languages you're dealing with? So like, each level only has one language. Only but one. All right. The languages do get slightly more complex as you go. Like, right. like, for example, the third level up. So in English, subject verb clause or whatever comes out. He <laughs> does whatever. I help you. That's not the structure of sentence. That's not where they put their verb on the third level. Oh, oh no. That, like that's oh it's like like Japanese where oh, no. the verbs at the end now. Uh -huh. and, oh man. Uh-huh. And the How? way each the way each culture pluralizes is different. How long are you spending on each floor? Like, if it's like a world or a game, like chapter. Yeah, yeah. Like, like does that increase as well? Like, obviously no, because no. of the complexity. Oh, okay, all right. No, um, I so all all in. Uh, I think it was maybe eleven hours for the entire thing. Um, oh, you, you beat it. You're done. Oh yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Yeah, uh, it's it's a weekend playthrough, basically. Um, and I and I will say you do not. There is a uh, a set number of words for each culture. You don't have to actually figure them all out in order to mm. complete the game. But obviously, I mean that's the whole point, right? This is you're you're gonna you're trying to figure them all out because this is for language nerds. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need I need I need. Okay, look, <laughs> I'm comfortable with who I am as a person. 
right? Oh yeah, I, sure. I know. Yeah. I'm. I know. I'm not cool. So <laughs> there's there's a puzzle on the so the fourth culture is the first one to introduce numbers. Mm. And so I had to sit there and figure out, because I figured out, it's it's very straightforward to figure out zero through nine, what represents the digits zero through nine. Oh, so it's not showing you actual like alphanumeric. Oh, no. Okay. No. Yeah, you're there. Okay. No. Man. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this is, brain is you, breaking. I, I was just going to say, this is setting off your dopamine receptors and all of my fight or flight responses. <laughs> are being ah! It's like, number one. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, uh, so, but then I had to figure out how do they represent numbers greater than one digit? Oh, no. So you, you, you find a clue that is it is it is clearly made up of it's a it's a figure it's a pictograph that is clearly made up of different component like components of different digits and you have to figure out okay what number does that represent how do they do their tens their hundreds their thousands and i figured that out and i sat there okay well let me figure this out what would you know using using what i know about languages like i pulled from like some ancient language i think i think um it, it that one might actually be norse i pulled from i've pulled from sign language to translate some of this stuff yeah i sat there i actually sat there on my couch out loud verbalizing i am so fucking smart <laughs> I am so smart. <laughs> what? Um, how? What is there in place to help dum dums? It like is is this a dum dum friendly game in any way, shape, or form? Because it's really like it's so interesting to hear you talk about the, all this in the wake of playing Tunic. Because Tunic is all about presenting you with all of this visual language and explicitly written language mm -hmm. that is completely made up and leaving you to figure it out. But it is like, like it includes primers. Like there are these mm -hmm. plain English language things embedded within the pictographs to like give you a little bit of uh, help if you're stupid like me. Uh you know. I will say that if you don't, if you've never thought about language, like the way, let me give you an example. Sure. So in American Sign Language, uh, you, it's a, it's a, it's a very efficient language. So what it does to uh, refer to different kinds of uh, roles people play is it combines one sign, a sign for an action, like teach with the sign for person. So there okay. is the sign for teacher is teach person. person. Yeah, student is learn person, right? So by using that concept on the first level, which is the easiest level of, of language, you see that they have a stick. That means human. Well, now they have a stick with a symbol and they have a stick with a di different symbol. So it's like, okay, that's probably a specific kind of person. And so if you can get that far, if you can get that, well, that looks like human with something else, then you can say like, okay, well, what context have I seen that in? 
Oh, <clears throat> now I know that means warrior. Okay, that's that's a person, right? Why? What are you doing on each floor mm-hmm. with this information? Like, 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 you know, the uh, you need to pull the switch to open yep. this thing. I get that. Yep. But like, I'm imagining that the tasks are increasing in complexity too. Well, this, so okay. So as you as you explore uh, each level, you will encounter people doing all sorts of things. And to answer your question about uh, is is this helpful for dum dums? Once you collect a certain either a certain number or a certain assortment of pictographs, which again this happens automatically mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you encounter things, your notebook will open up and give you pictures. And sure. it will give you a picture of like a person waving, right? Or a, or a person a person pointing to themselves, okay? And so what you have to do, you take the pictograph that you believe represents hello mm-hmm. or, or me, you put it next to the pictures, and when you have them all right, they're stamped and they are made permanent in your notebook. Yes. You can now no longer update them to what you think they mean. They are definitively, yes, you have got these right. This, you are correct. This means greeting. This means me, I. This means you. Do they update as you learn the new languages? Like if you go to the page where there's somebody greeting, mm-hmm. will that now have multiple Mm-mm. words? Nope. No. You will have to learn greeting in each language. But what happens when you okay so let's say you fill in the notebook for the first level you're going to go to the second level you are going to find uh, a painting that was on a wall that they've taken down because they stopped talking to each other that has a a a sentence or phrase you can now read because you've learned the language of the first level underneath the a sentence in the second language so now you know and it's one to one like, oh, okay, this says plants are dying. Okay, oh, well then, now I know that the sentence above this also says plants are dying. Okay, I know that that means death. That symbol means death. Great, now I can fill that in my notebook. That's really cool. Yeah, and that will have, and, and they do, also, you will see uh, it, citizens of each level do things that are very, very clear. Where you know, like, you push a button, a door opens. You push a different button, a door closes. All right, that means open and that means close. Okay, I'm good, right? Like, there's a lot of very blatant stuff uh, to to help you fill in at least half of what you need. And then the rest is inference and, and subtly and, and, uh, and, and, guesswork and and just sort of being attentive and and fleshing things out where does it ultimately go like that's the thing that i keep thinking on this and like i i looked up some images just to Mm -hmm. like get like a feel for the aesthetic and it's Mm -hmm. really fucking cool like like unfinished swan meets journey very yeah yeah Yeah, very that's a really good comparison yeah so you the whole point is make it to the top of the tower and um you make it to the top of the tower and um it the the whole point of the 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 tower of babel is there were all these languages and nobody could speak to each other so what you will find as you wander around you'll find these terminals which also serve as your fast travel points and 
you'll see a person from one culture trying to talk to a person from another culture. Oh, and they cool. can't understand each other because they don't speak the same language. So if so, you will go to the terminal and you will fill in like, oh, I need to translate this for you. Oh, I know you're trying to say I love music. Okay, I will translate that phrase for the person you're trying to talk to. <sighs> That's awesome. And then and, and backwards until until the conversation is complete. And so that's what you're doing as you go up up the and I, I don't want to give away what happens when you get to the top, uh, but as you're as you're going up, that's the whole point is you are are helping these people who all live in the same place speak to each other because they've forgotten how. It's just an I ninety five toll booth guy exactly being like you fucking did it. Nice yeah, job. That's, that's awesome. That's hey, cool. Fuck, that's gonna hey. be a dollar twenty-five. Thank you. You helped humanity. And you're like you're you're speaking in pictographs, being like, yeah. "Who are you? What are you doing?" I'm God. That's that was the whole <laughs> thing. You built it to the right place. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I. The length of this seems just right. Uh, yes. Like uh, like that. I like. Not to get onto that topic too quickly, I am curious how you guys feel about, like, we're talking about games that are exactly what they need to be, and I think length is such a part of that. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Like I, can't, I can't, like, I can imagine this game going, like, one of two ways. Something like this, there's always the, like, let's complicate things at the end. Yes, yes. Like, Tunic is brilliant. Tunic's one of the best games I've played in a very, very long time. But, like, you play this whole, do- like, two dozen hour long magical game, and then you get to the very end, and it's like, if you want to see the very end, put aside all of the puzzle-solving skills that you've practiced, and now do, like, weird counting puzzles. Like It's, yeah, like, it's very strange. You really have to start engaging with the language at right. that point. And- but it's out of the blue. Yeah. Like it, like, it comes, it's such a, like, a left-hand turn. And, you know, like, I think of things like Talos Principle, which feels, like, very contained. But then as it scales up, it starts to it, it, kind of lose. Yeah, that one yeah. G- g- grows very ungaily. It gets <laughs> completely ungaily. Actually, like, that's... that's like, if Susan went to hell, you would get to the final level of this of chance of Sonar, and then lasers would be added. Yeah, there would be lasers and mirrors. <laughs> no! The no! first time to place the, the laser portal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, so, uh, this this doesn't do that. Like This no, is just like no. clarity all the way. Yeah, and, and what... One thing I really respect, there's no combat in this. None. Uh. Zero none because that's not the point and I, I i think that in less sure hands they probably would have added some there's a tiny teeny weeny little bit of stealth which i don't love um i was about really, to joke like oh we got to put a stealth section in here yeah, but it sounds like they actually put a stealth section in there there's it's it's very simplified stealth the nice thing is like you crouch behind something to hide and then it all you can do is it'll it'll highlight different places you can go, and so it's more about timing oh, that's than the good. actual doing of it, which I appreciate. Um, I still don't love that it's in there, but it's it's a very very minor part of it overall. Yeah, and I the 
the the different cultures are in are interesting and also kind of fill in the story a little bit also not that there's a huge story to be had but that difference of going from you know pretty much bog standard at at the bottom to mm. the second level is a, a much more militant culture and then the third one is all about art and beauty and and so forth um then when you when you find out what's actually going on then it's it's kind of this sort of meta statement uh, about kind of like a we, forgotten city in a way yeah okay yeah i like i yeah. like i like where that's going then okay cool yeah yeah um um, it, it is at its base um, it's a logic puzzle it's a bunch of different logic puzzles and if you have an interest in linguistics at all dopamine just today but, <laughs> but, but it's not like overwhelming in, in any way like it's yeah Dave sorry uh, yeah, just a question uh, did you ever play Heaven's Vault Susan no I don't know what that is okay so Inkle this was like their big sort of like oh we're gonna make like a more big budget game than like 80 mm. days and stuff so Heaven's Vault is very similar to this. It's a bit more fluid. Like there are puzzles, but it's less like less about like solving those puzzles and more about like figuring out the language as you go and you can sort of oh. like piece the narrative together. But yeah, it's it, I would recommend if you like that uh sort of like building knowledge of an ancient language based off of context and things and again it's like it's less about getting the language right and more about just slowly building your knowledge of it over time so as you see other messages that this ancient sort of uh, uh this you know ancient culture has left behind you can start make making more sense of it but it's this like sprawling sci-fi story. It takes place in this like sky world where you navigate oh, to different yeah. areas on this like 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 uh, like sky strider like plane thing. It's really wild. Um, if yeah, it's it's more narrative, more fluid, less about like get to this level and solve puzzle and more about like the 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 Inkle way where it's just like yeah, your decisions sort of like morph this story into a way that feels very uh personal to the choices that you've made but still has this like overall structure to it it's neat it's very cool neat. it's on it's okay. on basically everything i think too so yeah check that one out too susan who are the cats that made this like, oh, I have no idea. Let me look him up. Who, who done did this? Who done who did, did it? it? It is a Unity game. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Run disc. That's great. Which Run disc. Yeah, they made. Like they've, they've... They made one game before this. It was called Varian, and it, it was like nothing. a very indie sort of arcade puzzle type thing. That's Blast your oh. It's a multiplayer. Blast your friends at the speed of light in this futuristic brawler. Or and then they go from this so like Tron, Tron ass looking video game to this like super slick looking like man. This looks cool. It's, it makes it's, me yeah. It makes me miss like I I I guess it was Wednesdays when we had the the streaming talk show mm -hmm. and we would always have on an indie dev yeah. to talk about it. Like this is. 
this is the gold because I want to know where the fuck this came from. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know. It's so distinctive and like, and like it's the it, art style looks like uh like something out of like one of Mo- Mobius is that how you pronounce yeah, it like like one yeah. of his drawings yeah this looks cool very Mobiusy and like even more like there's there's sort of like a boom in like that Mobius style because there was Sable a couple of years yeah. ago and um yeah they, they, I can't remember the name of it the game where it's like you're in space and you're two indie kids in love. Uh, I know that really doesn't fucking that narrow doesn't, it down. Yeah, that doesn't narrow it yeah. down at all. <laughs> I just realized I described 90,000 games made since Haven? 2018. Lovers that, yeah, Rangers? That's oh, it. Okay. Yeah, is that from you the Fury it. developers? Yeah, from the Fury developers. Talk about uh, talk about another shift going from yes. 80s battle uh, rush mode to sci-fi love story. It It's very funny. Like a game about exploration and language and like ascent through a space this game the chance of sonar i know it's they seem so stylistically different but there is like that linkage there it's like the fucking opposite of stray because stray yeah stray is also like here you are in this strange place and you need to go up 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 through these different layers of culture and learn these different things and there are language barriers and stray is constantly like uh what about now if you had a gun yeah we gave the cat a gun (laughs) Hey, what if you had a cat gun and fucking head crabs from Half-Life 2 were there now and you gotta do that for a while? It's like, you guys could have just made a platformer where I talked to robots. You could have just done that. If 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 so all simple. of Stray had been just that starting area with yes. the robots and was, game of the year. <laughs> it was just a three-hour game, and it was just that. I would have been like, "Yes, that was amazing." <laughs> it was, yeah. It, they just, uh, like I, I, I think it ended up like where it ends up. I think works. Sure. And where it yeah. starts works, and the middle just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that I can't. You just described Lost. I, well, I, the I, ending I, of that sucked too, but you. You just described Sifu. Uh, ah. the, oh, shit. Master of the transition. What? Uh, no, that is, I think that is very relevant. And there is like an incredible linkage between these two games because Sifu is all about learning a language of punching yes. as well. Uh, <laughs> the, language it, like, of the language of punching. Fists. The language of you picked up a stick and then heard it go against somebody's skull. Oh, it feels so good, dude. Yeah, it does feel remarkably the, good. The, the game, the game feel on this one is very nice. It and uh, and unlike anything else, yeah. there is like. Wait, insane... is this not? Am I getting confused? I thought this was a Souls like. No. Ew, okay. No. So no. the the company, the developers that made the slow clap, their first game was called Absolver, which was very oh, Souls like. Okay. It's like you take the the stance based combat of for honor which i think a lot of the developers from slow collab came from ubisoft and formed the studio right around the time that for honor was in development so there's got to be similar yeah and you take that sort of stance-based combat and then you put someone in a dark so i i bounced off of absolver really hard i i hated it i hated Absolver. it's too hard and it was too obscure I, yeah. I appreciated what they were going for, and for a certain kind of person, I'm sure that they got something out of it. But certain kind of person for, for me, it was it was not for me. 
<laughs> That's also um, a like my mom says I'm a catch unpopular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave, Sifu to walk people through Sifu. Yeah. Sifu's only about a year old. It's not like yeah. it, it feels like it's been around for a lot longer than it actually Yeah, has. well it's cuz time has no meaning anymore. We just live That's in true. a constant present. Yeah. Um no, so yeah, like it it only just came to Steam. Like it was on Epic for a while and then it oh, only really? just came to Steam a few months ago. So and it works on the Steam Deck, so that's where I've been playing it. Um so yeah, like I was just I don't know, I was in the mood for cuz I you know, I talk I can't stop talking about it, but I've been on a Hong Kong action movie, kung fu movie binge over the last year and I was like, well, I want to get that fix in a video game and like I played oh, Sleeping Dogs okay. before um there like i was like oh i could go back and play Jet Li rise to honor but i don't no, hate myself that much i was gonna say but you respect yourself yeah you can and, play uh, stranglehold if you want to rule yeah i, I can't it, that game has like like early or like mid to late 2000 stink all over it like it's yeah. so hard so yeah. hard it's, it is no game is more early Unreal Engine three yeah. than Stranglehold. No. <laughs> I, I do want to go back and play it, but yeah, like it's it's tough. Um, so, but then I remembered Sifu existed, and I hadn't played it yet, so I checked it out. Now, uh, last night, just to get all of my thoughts sorted, I had to write like a page of notes because there, <laughs> this game. Just to get everything straight, because the way that all of the systems fit together, it seems simple, but it's so complex and it doesn't really explain itself all that do, well. Do the um, elevator pitch. Yes, the like elevator the, pitch. The, the, the very conceptually, it's very simple. Yeah. It's uh, it's a beat em up, three D beat em up with roguelite elements. It's not procedurally generated, but it does have that sort of run based mentality to it um essentially the game starts uh the super slick intro uh where you discover that you are playing the villain who is infiltrating his uh the martial arts school that he grew up in and he is getting revenge or like he's going after uh his um his master the sifu of this school and you and five other dudes that have like unique sort of attributes and abilities are all descending into this like super cinematic sort of intro where you just go through and like clean house take out all of the students and then you do a one-on-one showdown with the guy is this uh, is this like like Pixely or realistic? Susan, it looks it looks like the and it's the only thing since that you can say this about. It looks like Mark of Cree. (gasps) Yeah, like or it's like it's very like comic book looking, but like no textures. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and like it feel like the only like Mark of Cree is the only thing that kind of even feels like it. That very halting. Uh, impactful melee yeah. stuff. Like, Got uh, it. Yep. Um, so, as the villain, you kill the Sifu, the master, and okay. the game then cuts to you as a child hiding inside of a closet, watching all of this unfold. They steal an artifact um. from 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 the temple. They find you, and one of the guys cuts you down with a machete. Uh, you then realize that you've come back to life because you've been holding this amulet but you've aged a year mm. so then after this like super slick like very like kung fu movie where it's like red background but it's teach also teaching you combos is like uh 
uh, credits play of like who made the game and this like music's playing and you're doing like these sick martial arts combos. It's very like 1970s Shaw Brothers style. Like we're gonna set the stage here by having a guy do sick moves in front of a red background for 30 seconds while our lifted Pink Floyd song plays. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, the game flashes forward. You're now 20 years old. And you've decided that you're ready to take on the whole gang. Um, and so you have like a cork board that tells you like where each of these five bosses are set up. You can't go after them in any order, but mm. it does have that sort of like, okay, we're going to take them down one by one. We're going to get all this info and, and learn more about them. So you start off. Um, I've only done two of the levels. I got to the third level and I'll kind of explain how that works once we get through everything you else you officially got further um, than me dave I oh yeah like, i well it, and it's not it wasn't for lack of enjoyment because i really like this game a lot yeah. but it the the um it's we, and we talk about this a lot on this show the time investment it takes to get mm. back to challenges yeah are is uh, it becomes impassable at a certain point yeah. If you're like, if I, if you're not willing to play the same thing over and over again, yeah, and like even though you've already fucking nailed it, just to wait, get wait, 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 I don't under, I don't okay, understand. So, yeah, I, so, yeah, so okay, I will get to yeah. this. So you're, th- okay. this is my experience going through the first time. So you start out, you're 20 years old, you go through the first level. Um, now apparently the I looked this up the because I was like what like what martial arts they're using so apparently it's inspired by a style of kung fu called Bak Mei which if you've seen Kill Bill Volume Two the character of Pai Mei the 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 dude from Uma Thurman's flashback where he like flips his beard uh, is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah is based yeah. off of his style like he's based off of this guy who invented this style uh so okay. it's like lots of fluid chained attacks uh and it's been used in a bunch of kung fu movies um so you've got you, it's a pretty standard setup you've got your normal attacks you got your heavy attacks now you have an avoid uh uh move a block and parry move and a dodge now you and every enemy that you face has a structure meter the more you attack or get attacked the higher it fills if you fill it up all the way it breaks and that's when you get a chance to like really punish the enemy with a takedown and you get to see like you you just like a flurry of punches and then bam right in the face with the with the judo chop it's it's super cool looking however sometimes takedowns cause certain enemies to get a second wind which refills their health and makes them stronger uh and then there's like weapons strewn about too you can throw like you can um if you do an avoid right it sets up enemies like they 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 get stunned so then you can grab them and throw them off a railing or use it to move people around it's like there's a lot to take in and again like i've said before the game does not really explain itself well i had to read a beginner's guide on steam that's like amazing guide uh, i wish i knew the name off the top of my head because i would shout it out but uh that really gets into like okay here are the things that you need to know to like for crowd control the the like how you should approach combat uh to really get a sense of the rhythm of the game because like i said there are technically two types of dodges 
There's the avoid <laughs> attack and there's a dodge. You don't want to dodge because yeah. dodging, all it does is like move you away. It doesn't provide any benefit. It's basically just like, oh, I need to get out of the situation now. All you, which, of this sounds so complicated in description of like this and this and this. Yeah. Once you understand it, it is like it's almost like if you tried to explain like what you're doing in the witcher to people you'd be like mm. well then you got oil and then you have yeah, incantations right, and then right. you had all like and like it really is more uh intuitive and yes physical like it, yeah you, like the, there's only like three buttons yeah. really it, it's just right. it's just knowing the combination to press it's a very different gameplay language than anything else though like, yeah. that i've ever played like yeah. it is, mm-hmm. it's asking you to to engage with an action game in a wholly unique yeah style. well because the thing that it's doing is that it's it's leaning on like it wears it's like martial arts film tropes on it's like the one of the first encounters you get is straight up the 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 hallway fight scene from old boy and you're just moving right down this hallway and just beating up dude after dude and slamming them into the wall and like it's like you're like okay they know what they're going for and like the thing that they're going for is the feeling in all of these kung fu movies of one guy against 10 people how do you take all of them out by using your surroundings, by um, pushing people into each other, by grabbing a beer bottle off of the ground and throwing it at someone? And it's all, and it's all like once when you're in the moment, it's happening so fluidly that like it just if like like Anthony, like you said, it feels like nothing else. It's yeah. so cool, and like it gives you it get, like it's. I think about so many different games that give you that experience of like, I remember the first time people saw Assassin's Creed in like 2006, mm-hmm. there was that first trailer. Yeah. God knows you don't need You're souls. souls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die in a place. The greatest trailer ever. But like Assassin's Creed shows you like doing the thing where like he puts his hands on a ledge and then hops his legs over like the most standard action movie thing in the world. And like, it's so cool that the free running in that like redefined how you move through a 3d space in a game, but it doesn't really feel like you're doing it. Yeah. You you hold a button down and it just goes. And like, that's even true in like uncharted. Like I love uncharted, but it's like, you're not, you don't really get that feeling of like making Nate, Nate Drake. You get, you don't, you're not making Nate Drake. Like, really clamber over things like you're just moving an object from space to space yeah when you fucking hop through a window to get out onto a rooftop and start fighting like two fat guys in uh well like when i when i say fat guys i mean like your typical like kung fu movie big yeah the heavies yeah the heavies yeah uh when you when you like jump through that window the physical sensation of the way it is tying your button presses to that animation is so singular it's crazy like it's it's, it's, and it's fluid too is the thing like all of the animations just like and it like it feels like it's like creating these moves on the fly and each one just kind of like goes into the other um 
now is the part where it gets complicated because I'm going to explain how this game is a roguelite. What, what happens when you fucking beef it? Yeah, when you beef it. So the the way that it works is that it's all tied to that amulet. When you die, um, that's when you get an opportunity to cash in all the experience points that you've earned from beating up mooks, and you can get different skills. If you um, unlock a skill enough times you get it permanently no matter like if you die you like all the way you don't need to like re-unlock it you have it for the rest of the game uh now when you die your death counter increments by one and then when you revive you age by the number represented on your death counter now aging makes you stronger but it reduces your health and prevents you from being able to spend experience on certain skills and this happens at every decade threshold so like once you just like real life yes yeah yeah. Yeah. uh once you hit 30 like that's when you're oh like just sitting in a chair and your back starts hurting like that's that's when that feeling starts uh but like a little piece of the ant like it's like five of these coins attached together one of them breaks and so you've only got four decades left and so um the goal of the game is to beat every single boss and every single level and get revenge before you die. Once you hit 70, the amulet is completely broken and you have mm. one life left. Now, I love this conceptually. Like the fact that like the ticking clock of this game isn't like a time counter, it's like literally tied to your lives. And it also presents a scenario where things can spiral wildly out of your control very quickly. <laughs> yeah. uh, because, like, if you die enough times, like, if you're, like, because, you know, the first time you go through a level, you're still learning the combat, you're still learning the challenges it's presenting to you, you're going to die a bunch. And that death counter can get up to four, five, six. And so you go from being, like, 26 years old to, like, 55 in just a couple of encounters. And then you got to re, like, you've got to, like, all right. Back to one, yeah. Like let's, and and not. It's not Returnal. It's not Returnal. Where back to one is like, all right. Well, I'm gonna go back here, and I know within like ten minutes, I'm gonna get this item or this item. Right, right. Yeah. Plan a route. It's more like, all right. Well, Well, start. Well, so the the game. So yes, so basically, yeah, like like that. That's when the game stops making sense, like just from a logical standpoint. Because you like the first time through, I made it to like level two, and I died at seventy, and it was like, okay, well, clearly I have to do better on level one because I think I got to like yeah. I, I finished level one at age thirty five, and so I was like, okay, well, I got to finish level one better because then what you can do is you go back to level one, and if you can get through it with fewer deaths, then you start all subsequent runs throughout the rest of the game at that lower age count. Yeah. So like if I die at level three now, then I can go back to level two, improve my age there, go to level three and so on and so on until I can finish um, the game. Now, like the levels, like I said, it's not procedural. They're the exact same. Every time you play them, as you explore each level, you will find shortcuts that mm-hmm. will make mm. traversal quicker. However, if you don't go through the full level, there are these shrines that give you different upgrades to like, oh, you can make it so you refill more health every time you take down an enemy. So it is like Returnal. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> yeah. Ish. Right. In that like, way. In yes. That, in, in that, that way. In that so way. like I said, it does have those like roguelite elements, but like you're not like 
it's not fun like you're never gonna get a situation where the game just like fucked you over because the the random number generator built the level in such a way that it's just like impossible or whatever like it's the same every time you can choose to take the long route or make it shorter if you just want to get through and get to the to the boss at the end and take them down quick um but and the levels like once you've gone through them a couple of times they're pretty quick like this the, the like the third like the time that i actually got that death counter in level one from like 36 to 22 it took me like five minutes to get through because i took the shortcut cleared a couple of counters took down the boss easy peasy on to level two um it's fascinating it's like it doesn't make like that that it, roguelite stuff does not make a lick of sense <laughs> but i kind I, of love it i i like it is it like not to i feel like all the chuds are gonna hear me if i say the words easy mode like i feel like if we, if we say easy mode do the chuds appear does like does the internet show up at your house be like <laughs> fuck up stop talking about easy mode the game is what it plays something else no everything should be accessible to everybody else but like in in the same way that like i ask like does chance of sonar have a dum-dum mode mm-hmm. i feel like there's so many people that would adore sifu if it had like not like a dum-dum mode like not like a tourist mode they they added one oh did they really they have been updating like they just got the last update like last week and like they oh added a bunch God. of arenas and stuff to it now they're like challenges outside yeah yeah like i said they have been like working on this so yeah the default mode is that mode where it's like okay every time you die your death counter goes up by one yeah and uh like your runs like if you die a bunch they you just you, you beef it so fast yeah. uh on the easy mode enemies take less damage you do more damage and the death counter only goes up like you only gain one life each time you die no matter what oh shit that Mm. sounds Mm -hmm. fucking great yep because i i quit for two reasons (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't get to like level three like i couldn't get to that level three like hard point if i wasn't like i was like in my 50s every single time like it was mm. just like lock like i wasn't i wasn't getting far enough with like an like and and staying with enough stamina that i felt like i kept could keep going so i kept yeah. rest, like going back and then sonic frontiers came out. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like all right you're not a, a blue hedgehog i need to go stream with my friends and ignore these tool tips while we talk about it like that was like the the uh that that was what basically halted my sifu progress but man that that sounds i would love to know how that's balanced because it's funny with both both of the games we're talking about today i feel like messing with the 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 formula just a little bit in any direction making it a little bit more oblique or making Mm -hmm. it a little bit more transparent is gonna fundamentally change the the central pleasure of a chance of sonar or a seafood mm. and um yeah I, w- I would imagine it's really tricky to do that uh yeah dave like did you have you so you're in chapter three you haven't beaten the, no, the third no no because th- like this is not like kind of like armored core this is not a game that i can play right before bed <laughs> no 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 Mm, uh, no, so I, I've just fired been, up. Yeah, I've just been playing it uh, 
here and there in the evening so i'm only a couple hours into it but yeah no I, i'm gonna keep poking away at it for sure S- susan i i don't know if this game is on game pass i hope it is because i would love to know what you thought of just playing through that intro stage and then the credits that dave was talking about right right because when you go into the credits and it's actually like stylistically being like and now press like square square and like this you you, you do it once and you're like oh shit it, it's that very cool it it feels very cool yeah it, it's it's very cool um i man i yeah it, it is it is pie may simulator like it's i'm not surprised that it's uh it's based on that guy um man what a fucking cool game pie may simulator let's talk about pie may simulations so as we we've we've been ascending the scale of game budgets and game presentation guys we started down at the scrappy indie we went up to b double a and now let's go into the high gloss capital v capital g video game town video games video games of mortal kombat one not the first mortal kombat no (laughs) not not the reboot of mortal kombat from 2009 not uh a t-mobile promotion wherein you had to fight somebody and get a free one so no never mind um (laughs) I don't even know where you were going with that, bro. There was a, there was like a shitty, like almost burner phone called the one. Oh, <laughs> like about 10 years ago. It was like, Hey, you be able to, you remember when there was the period where flip phones had the, like, did it like you could use it as a walkie talkie? Oh phone. yeah. God. Yes. There you go. That's too deep a cut to old tech. Uh, we have to go Mortal back Co- more. We have to go back. Mortal Kombat 1, a game I was in no way planning on playing. Because when was the last time you guys played anything from Warner Brothers Interactive where you didn't turn it on and it automatically started yelling at you, give me more money! I want Uh, more... No, I can stop you at when was the last time I played anything from Warner Brothers Interactive. Was it like Shadow of Mordor? I think that's the last time I like really liked something from them. That was good. Shadows of Mortar was right. good. It was, yeah, but that was all because of the Nemesis. The Nemesis stuff. It was thing, great. System, the thing that, that they, made sense. That yeah. they patented and never used again. And never right. used again. I don't understand. Let's not let anyone else do this um, cool thing. Mad, Ma- I, Ma- Mad Max was all right. Oh, Mad Max that was, was fine. But that, but no, that Mad was Max, fine. All right, Mad Max is still in the good before times because that's okay, the 2014, fair. 2015 era of like i even liked you know i didn't love it but arkham knight also of yeah. the mad max period and, and then the, you okay go ahead susan no i just I, okay i don't we only just rebooted this franchise no no so was, what so was, what is that, susan that was 14 years ago no there was one more recently than that no it was 2009 that was no. the, or, or 2011 no forgive me it's mortal 2011 Kombat was in 2011 and that's that was the reboot. The reboot. That no. was the reboot. Yeah. No. No. I'm, yeah. Surely not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Because well, they, they've, they've that been was a making PlayStation like, 3 game. They've been making Injustice, Injustice games in between all of the Mortal Kombat yeah. stuff. So. So, so it goes Mortal Kombat, no number. 
Okay. Reboot. That's yeah. 2011. That's nine. That's Mortal Kombat nine. And that game is fucking incredible. Like I, we'll, we'll get back to that, but then they went there. There was that. Then there was injustice, the really bad Superman fighting game. Then there was Mortal Kombat X in 2015, AKA the greatest episode of GI Joe ever made. And then there's Injustice 2 and Mortal Kombat 11. And both of those games are from the dark period of Warner Brothers Interactive where you turn it on. And it's like, have you gotten the nine season passes? Which currencies are you using? Oh, yeah. Okay. What if we added loot to this fighting game? You and like right. loot in your fighting oh, game? <laughs> it fucking drives me. Like, I don't understand. I paid you $60. Why does Billy Mays show up? Be like, hi, welcome to Mortal Kombat. Did you like a sham? Why do I have to go with Scorpion? Go fuck yourself. It's but but hang up. But there was just that Mortal Kombat movie. Didn't they do anything with the Mortal Kombat movie that came out? Nothing with the movie. Nothing. That's been there. They haven't made any. NetherRealm hasn't made anything in four years. Yeah, everyone had, thought that no, like an, everyone yeah. thought that Injustice Three was going to be next because it's always gone. Mortal Kombat, Injustice, Mortal Kombat, right. Injustice for like a decade and a half. Okay. And then, yeah. and then but, they just went from Mortal Kombat to Mortal Kombat, but it took I, them a while. I get why. Because I... <laughs> are you guys surprised to learn that I enjoyed Mortal Kombat as a small child? What? <laughs> you guys... You guys is that, does that surprise you guys? That, like, the game where they were like, <laughs> hey, you can punch a guy so that two different rib cages come out of him <laughs> and then turn him into a baby and do a dance in front of him i was entranced uh but like i didn't like everybody else uh with a fucking soul i didn't play any mortal combats basically like once four came out like that was n64 ps1 era and because they started like thinking that it was serious like, oh yeah no that was terrible yeah right? like they, they were like oh we're t- serious everybody take the lore seriously and i like <laughs> look if you guys aren't here to just make video game J- john carpenter movies i'm gonna yeah. leave right like like that's always like mortal kombat was like they kind of like sifu where it's just like okay guys like we like yes. shaw brothers movies Right. What if we just made one of those? But like Mortal Kombat's like we like Big Trouble in Little China and Shaw yeah. Brothers movies and we like like canon films. Yes. Like yeah. what is on the USA network at two AM and Gilbert Gottfried is yelling there it at is. about it. That's yep. it is yep. up all night. That is Mortal Kombat. And like so more, the reboot, the last reboot, which was twelve goddamn years ago. Stop. <laughs> It really, it was so good. It was so good. It was. It was, it was very good. Yeah. It was Cause, awesome. Because it was driven by the philosophy of, bro, did you see that? Yes. That that was, yes. Exactly. The, the bro, did you see that moment? Yes. With like the x-ray punching and all yep. of that shit. Fucking exactly. It was perfect. Yep. And then I like adore the follow-up to that, which I don't think was as popular. I loved Mortal Kombat X because it was so, like, it really did feel like, well, we're just going to pour the action figures into uh, a, a tub <laughs> and, like, then pour ketchup and mustard all over it and see what happens. Uh, and it was kind of bold. Like, Mortal Kombat X, like, 
it was an almost entirely new cast. It was like we're gonna, uh, you know, there's gonna be like kids of old characters, and uh, they added a bee lady, Devora. She's a big bee lady. You could you could shove a like pincer in somebody's mouth and lay bee eggs in their throat. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Great wow. game. And then I was Mortal it's Kombat called, 11. It's called an ovipositor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what came out of the cloaca? No. Uh, so, so Mortal Kombat 11 was the one that came out four years ago. It, like it's okay. it's weird that it's been a while since they've done something, and it's one of the last games I reviewed professionally. And it was like one of those weird moments that you have as a reviewer because you're like, this is technically good. Like, all of the different ways that a game is good mechanically and presentationally, but there is no fucking soul in this game at all. It is... Uh, I was uh, bantering about the new one with Jeff Grubb on Twitter this morning, and he was like, yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 just felt like generic Avengers bullshit. Mm. And that's what it was. Like, the all of the incredible... Uh, all of the incredible, like corny John Carpenter camp of the story mode which is so fun in these games was replaced with like po-faced like what are we going to do about Shao Kahn Uh, who cares and like (laughs) when you couple that with like you turn on the game and it's like get your new coins and all of your three different currencies coins with a K coins and currencies with a K yep with a K when they announced this new one I just ignored it. I was just yeah, like, I yeah. don't. After the last one, I don't trust them at all. <laughs> I'm not interested. And then it was just like last weekend, and it was like out, and like, and you I, have no impulse control. I have zero impulse. <laughs> there, there is, I will say, there is something about like going. Okay, well, I don't need that. Like when it's something that's like far away, and yes. like it's it's amorphous, and then when it's there, you're like, oh. I'll try that. <laughs> it was it, Susan. Maybe this time I can use the cocaine only a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only a little. No, it, 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 yeah. it, it literally was. I walked into my office and I opened my closet to look for something, just mm. in the clothes. And in the back corner of my closet is the like these little bins with my old Super Nintendo games. And just like right on top was that old Super Nintendo cartridge of Mortal Kombat 2, mm-hmm. like the blue clouds and the dragon logo. And I was like, all right. <laughs> 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 like, oh, all right. You got me. Let, yeah, I, okay, fine. And like, it was one of those moments where I was like, you idiot. Why did you do this? You're going to regret this. This is so dumb. Because like I, like, I got the disc. Because I was like, if I don't like this, I'll at least then be able at least to sell you can, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and like, it does the PS5 like, oh, it's copied. You can start playing it. And then you open the menu and it's like, it'll be three hours for these other elements to be installed. You could yeah. do Johnny Cage versus Johnny Cage practice matches. <laughs> you got Johnny Cage red pants and Johnny in Cage one arena. pants. Yeah. In Office Max. You can, they, only, <laughs> they can only fight in Office Max. Nice. Uh, but like I-, I was so annoyed but when I opened it like the menu is just like like campaigns 
versus options. And nice. I can't I can't remember the last time I yeah. turned on any game and there was that clarity. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait a second, maybe life can be beautiful. <laughs> and it <laughs> So it was like, do you want to do the tutorial? It doesn't look like you've played this before. I was like, yeah, just to like refresh myself on the buttons. And I guess like it just didn't translate in the trailers. But the big hook this time is there is the roster and it's fucking huge. Like I didn't pay, like I didn't get like some fancy ass version. Mm -hmm. I got the loaf of bread version. And yeah. there are still like 28 characters. Wow. And, that's really yeah, good. Like a lot. But there's. The characters, there's like the character roster, and then there's a roster of other characters from the like the past of the game that they're called cameo characters. Right, okay. right, right, right. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. With and the they're like they're a move. They're like if you tap one of the shoulder buttons at any time, uh, a fucking uh, lady with ice for hair will come in and punch a guy for yeah. you, so that you can then punch them in midair delightful <laughs> so uh i started playing it and i was like wow this is you know like when you see an xbox series x game or a, a ps5 game and you're like this looks fucking incredible <laughs> like oh yeah i guess uh the new technology does matter it's gorgeous everything looks insane and that th there there is no barrier between you and feeling like you're doing something awesome at any given time. So the feeling you were just talking about, Susan, like that, why that reboot 12 years ago mm. felt so satisfying. I'd be like, yo, bro, did you see that? You fucking, his head went crunch. Uh, and in completely nonsensical ways, every single step you take in this game makes you feel that. They've sped up the action a lot. It never like yeah the demo mode will show the characters doing this insane shit that i never have a hope of doing pulling off game. yeah i'm not 14 and home for the summer i can't do <laughs> seven fucking teen hit combos it's not gonna happen but like there's one of the new characters is uh ashara and ashara is like it's um uh, like imagine a cross between pai mei and one of the valkyries in the god of war reboot uh, in like one character she's got like giant angel wings and these flowing robes and all you gotta do is press down backwards and triangle and she will pull out a sword that takes up half the screen and just go shh, 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 into one guy and then they fly across the screen and it feels delicious <laughs> and <laughs> Kate's sitting in the room with me and I'm trying this character for the first time, and I'm like, I can show this to our kid, right? She can see this. And as I say it, didn't even know I was doing it, hit high punch, and it literally knocked the other character's head off. I didn't have to do anything special. It just puts the word brutality on the screen. Nice. Giant nice. red letters. Clarity. <laughs> Pure yeah. clarity. I sent you guys the video, like, there's, like, the arcade mode. It's like, oh, you can do this many fights in a row. You can do an infinite number of fights in a row. There's no there's no menu where I have to, like, walk through, uh, you know, a, a, a 3D Climb space. Climb the tower. To get to that shit. It's yeah. just like, hey, you want to fight some guys? And then yeah. 
you get to the end of the arcade mode and there's an evil sorcerer at the end of it and then if you beat him to death then it shows you a little movie of you and your your best friend your cameo partner punching him in the jaw into a big green pit what more can a person want in life conan what is best in life it's you and a buddy punching an old man in the chin until he falls in a pit uh the story is idiotic by the end. Well, of course it is. Right. As it should be. It should and be. Thank God. Thank God it is. It's like, so if, good. If, if, if they're not having fun with Mortal Kombat, then why are we even here? Like, that's... <laughs> so, I, I, I was talking... A friend of mine was asking me about it, and he was like, well, you know, like, the, my one problem with the reboot uh, was, you know, they modernized the uh, gameplay... They didn't really modernize the misogyny in the 2011 oh, yeah. reboot. True. Uh, everybody has shirts now, guys. Everybody oh, knows cool. what shirts are. That's exciting. Uh, and, and his response to me was, he's like, well, then what am I supposed to be scandalized by anymore? And I'm like, I don't the think... The violence? Mortal Kombat's not here to scandalize you anymore. Like, even the violence makes no sense <laughs> at all. Goro, the big forearmed guy, yeah, yeah. one of your cameo partners, and you could do like the big X-ray moves still. So you do the X-ray move, and your partner will like march out on screen, and Goro will pick the guy up and wrench his arms out so that they're dislocated. Nice, <laughs> and, you, and you get the zoom in on the screen of the arm literally leaving the socket and muscle and tendon ripping. Ugh. And then within five seconds, that person's arms are fine again. <laughs> it is so impossibly stupid. Yeah. That anyone who tried to take it seriously is themselves stupid. Yeah. I I I I I am so pleased. The there's a single player mode that apparently they're going to like continuously update called Invasions. And Invasions is like, here's like a map, like a Super Mario Brothers 3 map, <laughs> where you go from spot to spot. And it almost reminds me of that old Soul Calibur single-player mode from the original Dreamcast, where it's like, here, you're on a spot. If you go in here, you can, like you have to beat like a generic ninja, and the, there's like wind blowing all over the place. Or oh, there's yeah. like pockets of ice in the stage, or there's like fire-breathing bats nearby and you have to avoid them and as you go through the stage like you can lose health and you need to like get like potions to fill it back up so in the current invasion that's available to play it's johnny cage's mansion that you like <laughs> sure you walk, you walk through there's like an arcade room he's got rampage world tour and primal of course he does. in the corner it's there's just no barriers between you and fun and i have earned currency with a k but i guys i have no idea what it's for i, I was gonna know. say what does it even unlock because it sounds like is, the characters there, are already there is there, Costumes, maybe? is there a crypt with, a, with k a k in this one there's no there's no crypt i have gone to there's like a thing in the menu where it's just like you like there's a drag like a statue is like this is all the animation you just press two buttons and it's like here are the coins it melts them down here's what you get and it can be like an alt costume piece mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or it'll be like concept art or bloopers mm. or like here are like 
instructions on how to do a slightly different move that you might not have figured out on your own. Huh. But like, I've never... There, there's nothing in it that's bilking. But what, what was the last right. one? <clears throat> was that, that one or the one before it where it was like you could spend currency on like, oh, you could do a free fatality. Dude, that's 11. That's that's uh, 11 did that. Yeah like, yeah, like like that kind of microtransaction stuff. But like it would ask you like that one asked you for real money to do yes. easy fatalities. Like you could pay them cash. And like I at no point in this do I feel like there is somebody like breathing down my neck to like yeah. spend more money. And I am now like fucking John Cena uh peacemaker is like one of the upcoming characters and I would like to see oh, that's John funny. Cena. Yeah, I'd like to see John Cena punch a guy in this. That seems like a delight. <laughs> uh, I, it is, it's funny. I thought I like I thought the connective tissue between the three things we wanted to talk about today were like the simplicity and clarity. But no, it was, turned out it was language. <laughs> <laughs> and m- m- Mortal Kombat looks at you is like, hey, did you know if you punch a guy really head, four skulls come out? And be like, I don't think that's true. Watch. And you're like, all right. You got me there. Fair enough. That was pretty great. There's there's a vampire, and she <laughs> is voiced by Megan Fox, who I think they only had her for an hour, based, on the, based on the voice acting. I think she Right, because when you think acting tour de force. That's right. Hey. That's hey Jennifer's body is good. She's good in that. She is good in that. She's good. She's good in that. She's uh, serviceable in literally everything else. Oh, she is serviceable in that. She she does. She, I am not a vampire. I am. <laughs> it's, it's really, oh boy, it's pretty bad, man. <laughs> but there is like you don't even need to pay the money to do the fatalities. There's a thing on the menu. It just says tutorials, practice fatalities, uh, and it'll just let you do them over and over again and i was like okay show me what the bat lady does <laughs> the bat lady summons many bats sure many bats come out of the air and all of those bats fly into johnny cage's mouth <laughs> and you see all of the his, yep. his shiny dress shirt is now undulating because all the bats are in there and then the bat lady pulls off his face but it pulls off his whole front of his torso and then the bats explode out. <laughs> it, it, it is so it like you look at it and you're like this if if they live wasn't aliens and it was like universal monsters this could just be a scene from it um this is so you know how i i say that the the plot of diablo is was thought out by a, a seventh grader in math class. Absolutely. This may be a ninth grader. Mm. Like, yeah, uh, like uh, right on the edge of 14, 15. Like, right, like okay. their older brother just gave them a, a CD of Kill 'Em All by Metallica, and they're <laughs> That's like, it. "Yep, <laughs> oh shit!" Like they're just their mind has been altered permanently. I, I'm I gotta say like the 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 it is like it's so rare that I play a triple A game that actually lives up to that nomenclature. Like mm. like like an experience that feels luxurious and thought out. And you know, like uh God, uh what was it? It was Guardians of the Galaxy. 
the Guardians of the Galaxy game, mm-hmm, I guess, mm-hmm. was that two years ago? Anyway. Yeah, yes. I was living here, so... It was recent. Yeah. But, like, the first thing that happens when you turn that on is just, like, here are, like, three dense pages of eight-point font of, like, different menu tweaks. And in my head, I'm like, couldn't you assholes have thought of this at a time? <laughs> like, you know, this... The, the level of polish playing through the story mode it's just like hey people crack wise and do flips and then you fight there's like the space between you fighting and watching a little bit of story is so perfectly timed like you never feel like it's so abrupt that you're like oh man i can't believe like i didn't have time to plan for this fight or be ready for it but it's also not so uh drawn out that you're like i'm not here to hear you guys talk yeah. <laughs> like, please move on. It's it's just, yeah. It's it's what it is. I couldn't be more impressed. Don't bore I us. Wish, get to the chorus. Yeah, it, it's one game. of those moments. I very badly wish that like we all lived in a town closer to each other because just hang out like, and play like, fighting yes. games all day. Yeah. Yes, it would be great. Be I so got next. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just an I got next afternoon. Yeah. Where the bat lady fills people with bats. <laughs> this is, it sounds like the, you know, the thing about the, 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 there's two approaches to the fighting game, right? There's, this is the one that suits my style or suits this opponent and I'm going to, and then there's, I like that one. <laughs> and this, this sounds like it suits that second temperament. Oh, and I so, like that. So completely. And like, that's not to like denigrate Street Fighter Six, which I think is like an incredible like game that's like rethought accessibility and representation and all of these great things, but like it's not fun to play by yourself. In mm-hmm. And like this would be both. Like I'm desperate for somebody yeah. to play it with, but yeah. I also love playing it just because. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like. <laughs> And it, and it and it sucks because like like I like I appreciate Mortal Kombat from a distance, but like I, I'm a little squeamish. Like seeing movie violence is okay, but seeing this like the the level mm. of like eviscera that happens in Mortal Kombat all the time is just like I just I don't I don't. And need indeed, that is the point. Yes, it's the yeah. point. And like I'm not yeah. gonna like hey, that I'm not gonna yuck your yum. Uh, but the thing that really that makes me wish that I liked more like what it's doing more is the single player campaign. I feel like they, they have absolutely nailed the way, like how to present a cinematic single player, triple a experience within the context of a fighting game. Like the fact that they have like all of these different, like I I did play the mortal Kombat reboot 12 years ago. Uh, (laughs) It's never not insane. But just the fact that it's like constantly moving between all of the different characters, keeping all of the plot threads moving. It's mm-hmm. like it's like an it's an ensemble piece. Yeah. But it's all structured within this like one-on-one fighting context. It's so cool. And I remember thinking, like, oh, maybe I'll like Street Fighter V when they finally roll out that single player mode. Oh, it's awful. And it was so bad. It's so bad in every way and like i don't i don't understand why no one else can do it i don't yeah. know it's and so between it's so that 
and the like the meta layer with i don't like it sounds like the new one doesn't have this but like the, with the crypt or like you would get you would unlock stuff by going through this like whole meta layer and there are little puzzles to solve in it yeah no one else yeah. is making games like it not no. like fighting games no one's making fighting games like this and it, it's it's awesome it was such a bummer when it became like welcome to microtransactions. yeah yeah like and yeah Speaking of microtransaction, though, <laughs> Dave, who are the people that we charge mercilessly for our services? Yes, uh, the, the microtransactions for life. Uh, those are Patreon backers. Patreon.com forward slash continue podcast. Uh, we thank all of our backers for helping uh, fund the show. You pay for server costs. You pay for Anthony to fill someone up with bats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bats, bats, or bats, uh, Susan bats, to bats, bats, get bats. enjoyably pedantic about plurals. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, we do give a special shout out to our backers on the show, which I am going to do right now. Everyone at the $10 above level gets a shout out. Uh, shouting out Toast, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, Shirley L., The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugen. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so freaking much. Actually, on the note of our backers, Tom Coveney, I still owe you a copy of Gemini Man. Greatest movie sorry. of 2019. Just throwing that. They're not out there. I still need to send you Gemini, man. It'll be in the mail promptly, and you can get all of the Will Smith motorcycle fights that you can handle. Uh, everybody, you can back the show by going to patreon.com slash continue podcast and throwing us a buck that does ensure that we can do things like host all of our episodes, which the entire run of the show is still accessible on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks to bagger dollars. Uh, and also to ensure that we do things like wake up on a Saturday and being like mortal Kombat, Nice. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter which is still is this that we're not calling it the other thing. I will never call it that. Never call it the other thing. Not doing that. Never. It's, uh, at continue pod. Uh, Susan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Susan Arnt. You can find me on Blue Sky at Susan Arnt, and you can find me on Substack. Yes. Uh, Susan Yes, I I started writing channel surfing again at the prompting. Of a, a dear friend of mine, Chloe the Human, uh, who is like just out of the blue one day, she says to me, "Why am I having a channel surfing?" And I'm like, yeah, "I told her why I stopped doing it." And she's like, "Yeah, I think you should do it again because it was really good." It is so really I started good. doing it again. <laughs> it was. It's very good. When I when I got the first notification, I was like, "Yay! <laughs> I can read this while I try to pretend to sleep at night." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dave, where can people find you? You can find me also on uh, x.com, the finest um, payment and uh, (laughs) whatever other bullshit he's going to turn this thing into. uh, At David Robots. uh, Until they make me give them my ID, I ain't doing that. Uh, You can find me on Blue Sky, also David Robots. You can find me on Letterboxd uh, at David Robots, uh, at least until they just got bought by a venture capital firm. So until until that money runs out, 
my my suggestion for this week is to watch Burning Paradise, a 1990s kung fu film by Ringo Lam. That is like, what if you took the vibes of Temple of Doom and mixed them with the traps of the Goonies uh, and sprinkled in some really Ooh. sick kung fu moves? That sounds great. It's awesome. That sounds very good. It's the only oh. kung fu movie Ringo Lam made because he hated them with the very fiber of his being. He always made contemporary stuff, and this was his one foray, and I kind of wish he did it more because it's it rules. Oh, man. I'll watch the hell out of that. Um, all right, everybody. Until next time. I think next time it's it's Halloween, y'all. Oh. It's, it's Spookies? That, it's that time of year where we watch a film where we think, it's, we think it's going to make Dave scared, and then it makes me very scared. <laughs> Actually, it's only happened one time, and it was host, and I was had trouble sleeping for a week. Host is a genuinely oh my scary God. movie. It's a fucking scary movie. Susan, have you seen Cobwebs yet? Or Cobwebs? I have not. I have not. My, uh, my husband is going on a two-week vacation the back half of October, so it's going to be all horror all the time in my house. Tight. That's awesome. Saving I, it up. I was really, I, like, I've heard mixed things. Like, some people are like, it's the greatest goddamn horror movie I've ever seen. And then other people I are don't. lukewarm. And I was like, I only trust one opinion in this household. Um, all right. Well, we'll we'll take it to the pa- uh, the Patreon backers to see about which, what fu- fucking scary movie we're going to watch. All right, everyone. We'll see you <laughs> what torments we will present. Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.